Welcome back for another episode of Sales Pipeline Radio. Time to swim out into that sea of ideas. Grab your board. Let's see if we can catch a wave as we uh, wave at the flag this weekend here. Happy Fourth of July weekend, Matt. Happy Fourth of July to you. How was how was your Fourth of July? <laughs> well, let me let's time shift forward, and uh, I'll project into the future. We're actually recording this one in advance, so I don't know yet. Oh, you just gave it away. We were going to have a whole lot of fun <laughs> pretending that this happened the day after. I mean, there's all kinds of things that could happen. So, yeah, so we... Uh, <laughs> you know, we can say, oh, what a wonderful day, and there, there's an earthquake in California or something. It was beautiful. The fireworks. Oh, my God. They were huge. They were colorful. They were in the air. It was yeah. amazing. Yes. Well, thank you for joining us for Sales Pipeline Radio. We are normally live every week Thursday at 1130 Pacific, 230 Eastern. Uh, the week of 4th of July, 2018, uh, Talk OC Talk Radio, our, friend, our great producer, Paul, he's taking the week off. Uh, we haven't talked about what you're going to do, Paul. Are you going to be back watching your uh, your twins win a couple games? Are you going to be out uh, hiking hiking in the wilderness? What are you what are you, what are you going to be doing while everyone is listening to this episode? I am going to be trying to uh, work on next week's uh, sales pipeline radio. <laughs> You're taking vacation to work on the next That's set it. of I'm, I'm going to try and really t- spend that week off to really try and figure out how we can take this show to the next level. That's what I'm doing. I'm going on a retreat just to focus on this here. That is the kind of commitment that makes you special, that makes this show special. I appreciate that very much. Well, thank you very much for joining us on another episode. If you're listening to us live on the Funnel Media Radio Network, this is not a live show, but it's still going to be awesome. And for those of you that are joining us on the podcast, as normal, thank you so much for subscribing. You can find us on the iTunes Store and Google Play anytime and anywhere that fine podcasts are sold and made available. And every episode, past, present, future of Sales Pipeline Radio, always available at salespipelineradio.com. Each week, we are featuring some of the best and brightest minds. In B2B sales marketing today is no different. I'm very excited to have with us today uh, Dave Gerhardt. He's the VP of Marketing at Drift.com. If you're not familiar with Drift and you're a B2B company, you're one of the last to try to figure out what about little one about drift there are over a hundred thousand companies that have used drift to engage their customers in conversations uh so dave has been uh he's been at drift for a couple years he is part of the hubspot marketing alumni network that seems to be running half the companies in b2b right now um and very very happy to have him on the show dave thanks so much for joining us today Thanks for having me. I've been looking forward to this, and uh, I wish I could just print out your intro, and I think you just wrote our whole website. But <laughs> Sweet. That. Well, you, well, we will give you the transcript. You can. It, it is all. It is all yours. Um, so <laughs> I appreciate. Yeah, I appreciate you joining us. We. I, I just. I just noticed earlier today we have 404 mutual connections on LinkedIn. There should be some kind of a rule once it gets to that level. We're forced to meet each other because I don't think we've ever actually like you know shaken hands no. and, and met each other in person. No, so we'll, I, I keep. I keep. Uh, I keep seeing you crossing paths at like different events, and I've been speaking more and doing more stuff and I, and I always see that so I think it's it's good that this happened and you know this can kick off a, a real friendship I hope so that's good uh, yeah no no doubt and as I appreciate you joining here um, you know want to you know you will have hopefully maybe see you at the hyper growth conferences you guys are doing you got one in Boston coming up in September early September one in San Francisco late September we're going to talk a little more about the hyper growth events you're doing sure. here in a second but first want to just talk about drift I think for people that aren't familiar with drift you guys are doing some really amazing things and you know that's the, the title we put on this episode was is the landing page dead and for mm. most marketers that rely so heavily on forms and landing pages that may sound a little scary but talk about the perspective you guys have and what you're doing to to create more conversations with your prospects you nailed it and i think um i think what's happened is like over the last five or ten years in marketing we've just gone so far the other way where we don't actually want to talk to people we want them to open our emails click on our links go to the landing page fill out a form register for my event register for my webinar register for my whatever and 
the reason that drift even exists in the first place is because like just things have changed in, in the market like you know companies don't have all the power anymore me as a consumer i just think how i buy the products that i buy i talk to my friends i you know i do this thing all the time i don't know if you do this too matt which is like i i tweet out like hey, does anybody have any experience with blank and i'm a marketer and i have using a million technology tools and like I'm just so skeptical of, of salespeople and people trying to sell to me that, you know, that that's how I buy. I like to Google stuff. I, I'll go read a review on G2 Crowd, and then I might engage with a with a salesperson. So, like, you know, what what we're seeing is like a website, a business's website, especially B two B, is most is oftentimes like the the last place somebody goes when they have a question about your product or service, and so. That's shifted the balance of power from the company who used to be able to lock everything down and say, hey, fill out this form and then we'll talk to you, to now the customer has all the power, the potential buyer has all the power, and so we needed to build a product that, that put the hands in the power of the customer, but allowed the company to get everything that they need to you know, generate leads and book more meetings. And so the reason, to me, I think the reason Drift is, is taking off is you know, not because we have a great product, which is a piece of it, but it's because it's just the timing is just so right in the market now, where, where buyers are fed up with the traditional way of doing marketing and sales. They, they have a couple very specific questions they want answers to, and it's the perfect match between the company and the customer. Talking today on Sales Pipe on Radio with Dave Gerhardt. He's the VP of Marketing at Drift. And at the at the top of your uh, your LinkedIn bio, underneath the, underneath your sort of title and your experience, it says Drift is the new way businesses buy from businesses. But based on what you just said, it almost sounds like this is the new way people and businesses buy from people and other businesses, right? Where you know we think of B two B as business to business. Well, it's really kind of people at those companies selling to each other. I've heard it described as P two P, people to people. Uh, Tiffany Bova, who's an evangelist at Salesforce, has been calling it B two E, B business to experience, mm. that the experience you have is a huge part of the product um, that you're buying. And I think that experience starts before you buy. It starts with the experience you have when someone comes to your website, uh, when they interact with you. Talk a little bit about like the shift you're seeing in how people are engaging, especially like with younger generations coming into companies and really sort of changing the communication habits, um, not just inside companies, but between companies and their vendors. Yeah, I mean, I think that what you said, like the 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 way, and it, it, what's interesting is if you look at the data. It's not just younger people now; it, it's everybody. We are all used to communicating. I just think of my day. I spend half my day on Slack, and then half my day on iMessage. iMessage is where I talk to my wife and my mom and and my friends and family. And Slack is where I spend all of my time at work talking to people on my team. And I think what that's done is it's basically just reset expectations as a consumer. Like I, I we all expect to get real time answers from a business. Uh, and then when you can't get them, it's super frustrating. And so um, that that's really a key piece of this is, is the real-time element. The other thing is there are just more buyers inside of a company than there ever were before. Like, you know, granted, if you're at a bigger company, there is still, like, a procurement process and, and you know, and, and to get on a new vendor. But, like, I just think about the marketing team at Drift. Everybody on my marketing team has a credit card. And for basically anything under 1000 bucks a month, they can pretty much just swipe that and go buy something. And so, like, there are also more buyers inside of a company. And so it's all about removing removing friction. And that's where people start to get a little scared because they're like, well, Dave, if I, if I remove friction and I give people all the, you know, all the keys here, like, how am I going to track this? How am I going to score it in Marketo and then sync it to Salesforce? And how am I going to route it the right way? And so those are all the hurdles that we're helping people, you know, get over with, with what we're doing with Drift. But I think what happens is once you get like a taste of that, a taste of having conversations with the people who are on your website, we think of it a lot as like 
your website is the equivalent of a brick and mortar store. You're a B2B company. You don't really sell things in a store, so you have a website. And if somebody came into your website, you wouldn't. Uh, it came into your store, you wouldn't ignore them. You'd say, "Hey, let me know if you have any questions. I'm here to help." And so we've just seen like something as simple as doing that on your on your website can be so powerful in changing the way that people are communicating with your business. I would agree with you. I think that the devil's advocate I've heard from some people is that they will say, well, that's what my forms are for. They can click the, you know, contact yeah. us button. They can click the yeah. download a page button. They can click yeah. a, you let's, know, fill this form out for you, a demo. And so let me give I think you, a, lot, let me give you an example. a lot of a lot of what you're, I think, you know, sort of facing is that status quo and getting people to yeah. think differently about something. Talk about what that's been like as you engage with yeah. the market and especially move past the early adopters to those that. You know, you may be facing not just the status quo, but a little fear of the unknown. You know, to your point earlier, yeah. the fear of giving up on, you know, having something mm -hmm. you can track that is a form fill and having something that might be a little less trackable, but potentially more valuable. Yeah, I, I, I think about this a lot because I'm a marketer and I have to like educate people on how this is working. But I'll give you a real example. One of our, our, our one of our best sales reps here is a guy named uh, a guy named Seamus, and he he was like he got an alert on his phone that that one of his prospects was on our website. He was literally at home at 9 o'clock on a Tuesday night. And this guy comes to the website, and he immediately starts just peppering Seamus with questions. And that alone was like, you don't get that with a form. It's not just about the conversion rate of a form versus conversation, but how do you ask questions in a form? And so what Seamus did was he basically sat on his couch on a Tuesday night and literally just replied back to this guy question after question, objection after objection. And the guy ultimately ended up saying, okay, great. Can you talk at 10 o'clock tomorrow? Give me a demo. He gave him a demo. He signed on for basically $5,000 a month. And to me, that's my favorite example because that's, that's an engagement that doesn't happen if you have to put somebody through a form. And the other thing is, I think the biggest misconception is that, you know, I'm not out there saying, like, go rip out everything you're doing. I'm saying add conversational marketing to what you're already doing today. And what you're going to see really quickly is you're going to create this, like, fast lane uh, for the best people that visit your website. Think of it a lot like I'm a, I love coffee, I love my Starbucks. And now that I have the mobile app for Starbucks and I can order ahead, I can literally just walk to the walk to Starbucks and I know that my coffee is sitting there. I don't have to wait in line. And that's the equivalent of what's happening in the BDB world. And that's exactly what happened to Seamus. Yeah, I think it's it's interesting to, to hear you say that because I think there are an awful lot of um, you know companies that when they're trying to you know challenge the status quo they'll say something else is dead. Well, cold calling's dead, and forums are dead, and content's dead, and you know oftentimes when you hear something that's dead, you think okay, you're probably trying to sell me the other side of that. Uh, more often it's a transition. More often it's an addition. More often it's an augmentation. Um, and you know there just as met just as there may be a lot more people that are interested in engaging through chat, which there clearly are, um, given circumstance, you know you might still you know want to just, you know, be be sent information there, you know, registering to get a white paper or download or a, or a webinar may still be part of the mix. How do you figure out what the right context is? Is it is it based on, you know, a, a, a known past relationship with a buyer or a visitor to your website? Is, the, is there a way to sort of segment the experience people have that's optimal for them and what their preferences are? Yeah, so I mean, this is, this is a tough is a tough one to answer, like in, in a blanket statement, because I, I don't know, it takes it takes testing, yeah. right? Just like everything else in your business. Like the the worst thing you could do with Drift, I think, is put it on your website and just black, you know, turn it on to everybody and and just you know, some people depend on the amount of traffic. But if you have hundreds of thousands of people visiting your website, you can't just do that and turn it on. You got to pick and choose your spot. And so, I just the advice that we give is we think about like the intent of different website pages and then the traffic to those pages. So you might have a page on your website that is very high intent 
but low traffic. That might be a very specific case study. That's one where I would like, boom, I would test, I would test trip there. Now, you also might have uh, a very high intent page that's very high traffic, which is your, like your pricing page. And so there, I might start with a bot that's going to answer five or six questions for me as opposed to me having to do it myself. And so I think it's really unique to each business, but especially in B2B, there's like a couple really familiar spots that a lot of people have on their website, whether that's the get a demo, but like, you know, get a demo or request a trial button or contact sales, um, the pricing page, the blog, there's a, there's a couple really specific use cases that, that most people start with depending on the type of business that they have. Talking to Dave Gerhardt today on Sales Paparandi, who's the VP of Marketing at Drift.com. Before we take a quick break here, let's talk about hypergrowth. I think you guys did this conference last year. It was a huge success. Tons of people. There was tons of people that uh, were excited about it. That were uh, they were commenting and lots of social buzz around it. So this year you're doing it twice. Uh, it is the world's fastest growing marketing and sales conference. Your words, not mine. I'm just reading your website here. You've got one <laughs> coming up in September 4th in Boston. Uh, some amazing speakers for that. September 24th in San Francisco. Um, quite honestly, because I mean, looking at the speaker list and like you could attend both and there's not a lot of overlap and some great speakers on both. Talk about uh, what it's like to run a, a conference like this and uh, what you're excited and talk about what you're most excited about for these that are coming up here just in a couple months. Yeah, I mean, it, I, I like last year when we did hyper growth, it was it was crazy. and It was a ton of work. And then you don't know what to expect until that day. And then like the second we hit 915 that morning, like 10, 15 minutes into the event, I was like, Wow, this is the, all of the stress and like, you know, fear of events were completely worth worth it because there's just like, there's just something about, especially as a marketer, there's something about getting people together in person. You don't get that response. I, I love doing webinars because it's, it's very close to an event. I love speaking because you're actually out in front of real people. But having your own event with thousands of people that are like close to your business there was just an unbelievable thing. And so this year we, we wanted to do it even bigger. And so we're, we're doing one in Boston. Uh, and then one on the West Coast in, for us in, in San Francisco. And I just think, like, I'm really bullish on, on events. I think we are at Drift. Like, the, the connection between people uh, is even more important than ever today in, in a world where, like, we're just kind of driving people to our, to our content in different forms of marketing. There's, there's, there's no better experience as a brand than, than, a, than a day or, or a couple days or a week or whatever it might be where there's, you know, all these people that are that are connected to your business there in person, you know, you get the buzz, you get the amplification from everybody tweeting, and then you create this sense of, like, you know, fear of missing out for people who, who weren't there. And so uh, I'm super excited. It was a little bit crazy to do to do two different uh, events because we're just going to basically block out the whole month of September for us. But that's, uh, you know, that's the part as a marketer that I got I to gotta figure out behind the scenes. I love it. Now, we're going to talk just a little more about hypergrowth. I want to talk about some of the speakers. Got to take a quick break here, pay some bills. We'll be right back with more with Dave Gerhardt on Sales Pipeline Radio. In a world where the speed of innovation and change in B2B marketing has never been greater, the only thing bigger is the need for clarity, for a blueprint, for a guide to what's really working. And how about a way to apply it specifically today to increase sales pipeline growth, velocity, and most of all, conversion. That's what you'll find in the Modern Marketer's Field Guide. And amazingly, you can download it for free. HeinzMarketing.com, just like it sounds, H-E-I-N-Z-M-A-R-K-E-T-I-N-G. It encompasses the entire sales and marketing cycle, but in quick bursts with lots of specific, actionable ideas, strategies, tactics you can put to work right away like today 
the loaded table of contents helps you narrow in and tackle a problem. And it's something you can come back to over and over again as a reference guide. Why not download your free copy of the Modern Marketer's Field Guide? It's free. HeinzMarketing.com, just like it sounds. H-E-I-N-Z, marketing.com. All right, back to our live event specialists on this recorded show. Uh, you know, you never know. This is live. Is it recorded? <laughs> what happened? To the, it's the fireworks. They're amazing. Uh, yeah, well, thanks, everyone, for joining us on this special edition of Sales Pipeline Radio. You recorded for your holiday week listening pleasure. We've got listeners, Paul, all over the world, and uh, especially in North America. So those, those of you that have just celebrated the 4th of July, for those of you a couple days before celebrated Canada Day, hope you uh, were safe but enjoyed some time with family and some uh, barbecue and beer and whatever else you like. We are uh, joined today by Dave Gerhardt. He's the Vice President of Marketing at Drift. We were talking before the break about the hypergrowth conferences. Go to hypergrowth.drift.com. You can learn more. I, I literally, I, so I, I may have to find a way to get to both of these. So if you go to, on September 4th in Boston, September 4th, 2018, some uh, the speaker list is amazing. You got Jocko Willink. He is the author of Extreme Ownership. He's a former Navy SEAL. I have seen him speak. He is incredible. It is the truly inspirational speakers, amazing stories. He is a badass and a true American hero. Amazing. You guys also have Grant Cardone, who is the author of The 10X Rule, one of the most well-known sales authors, speakers, influencers in the country. You got George Foreman III. Just an amazing group of people in Boston, and if that's not if that's not enough, and I'm, I know you're not you're not paying me for this, I'm just super excited. September 24th, 2018, <laughs> in San Francisco, uh, another amazing list. You've got Patty McCord. She's the author of the book Powerful: Building a Culture of Freedom and Responsibility. These are not your usual sales and marketing conference speaker folks. You've got Amelia Boone, who is both the American obstacle racing champion and a lawyer. She's a legal counsel at Apple. Yeah. Um, just some amazing speakers at these two conferences. So hypergrowth.drift.com. Check it out. Get your tickets. Uh, look forward to seeing you there. I want to take a little bit of a, a change in direction here in our conversation and talk about just the, the work that you and your CEO have done from a content standpoint. I feel like I see you guys out a lot. You do a lot of work with video. Uh, it seems to be you're, you're, you're focused on sort of building your personal brands. And I've, I've seen you in particular, Dave, on list of when people ask, like, who's really been really good at building a personal brand online? Your name comes up a lot. Wh how, why has that been a priority for you? And how is that? How does that benefit drift in the process as well? Sure. Yeah, I mean, it's actually it hasn't been a priority for me. That's just, that's just how I do marketing. Uh, I just believe that, like, you know, people want to deal with people today, and so I try not to hide behind the Drift logo. I want you to see me because I'm the one that, as you know, as a as a marketer at Drift, like you're getting emails from me, you're getting sales messages from me, you're getting promos, you're getting tickets to Hypergrowth from me, and so people need to. I feel like people need to build a relationship inside of a company today, and so it's just really important for me that you know, on our podcast, I feel the same to you as I would do on a video, as if you actually met me in person, as if you got an email from me. And then ultimately, like, it's all about people want to connect with people. My, my favorite lesson from this is, um, is from a guy named Gary Halbert, who wrote this great copywriting book called The Boron Letters. And he said, you know, everybody, every day you come home from work and you, you have two piles of mail. You don't know it. You go to your mailbox, you pull out this big pile of mail, and instantly, subconsciously, you just start separating those piles of mail. You have your A pile and your B pile. The B pile is like the flyers from Home Depot and Bed Bath and & Beyond and J. Crew, and you're putting those aside. The A pile is what looks like a white envelope with a, with a handwritten note on it that looks like it's from your aunt who sends you 25 bucks on your birthday every single year. And so as a marketer, 
I know I know that. Like I'm a person too, and I know that like a red flag goes off or something goes off in my brain whenever I get an email that's super highly designed or I see a banner online, you know, just blind to that. And everything that I try to do tries to be real and personal because I just I know that that will cut through the noise out there. And so, you know, luckily for us and for me, not a lot of people are doing it yet. But I think like that's the that's the future. And I, you know, something that I, I stole from from Gary V, which he perfectly nailed what this is, which is like I just believe that the best marketing is documenting, not creating. And so we're not trying to manufacture our brand. We're trying to be us. We're trying to be real. We're trying to be authentic. And so I just try to make sure that is portrayed on every, on every channel. So we always try to use real people, whether that's us or our customers. All of our emails that we send are plain text and they feel like the exact same email I would send to my mom if I was sending her a no, right? Um, and we just try to like write like we talk and, and that stuff is just fundamental to who we are in our brand. Well, I think the idea of authenticity there is really important. You know, I think you, you use Gary Vee as an example, and like you know, he's a force of nature. Uh, he, you know, he's you know maybe has an, a couple extra shots of espresso before he does his videos, but that's who he is. I mean, he's just he's a he's an a, he's an aggressive, he's a fast talker. He throws a lot of swear words into the conversation. That that's who he is. And I well, I see a lot of people say I'm going to be authentic like that, and what they do is they try to be Gary Vee, and it's not who they are. Mm-hmm. It's not what's natural, mm-hmm. and it shows. Allowing yourself to be authentic sometimes can feel scary to people. It can feel like you're exposed. But I think that that's kind of part and parcel with creating an authentic brand, you know, for your company as well as for yourself personally, is it not? Yeah, I think I think you have to be exposed. Like you, you, you there's a great book called Let My People Go Surfing by Patagonia's founder, Yvonne Chouinard. And he said, um, he said their whole brand is, uh, is to is to be us. Our brand is us. It's real people. They're like, we don't try to create a fictional character like the Marlboro Man, for example. We're us because it's easier to write fiction, uh, to write nonfiction than it is to write fiction. So your, your, your question about authenticity, you can't like try to be Gary Vee or you can't try to be authentic. You have to be who you are. And so you have to just be you. And that's more important than ever today because buyers are just more skeptical than ever. And so like, even if I have a typo in an email that I send, I'm like, I stand by it because I'm like, oh, yeah, sorry, there was a typo because I wrote it. I'm a, I'm a real person. Like, we all mm-hmm. have screwed up like this. And so I think it's just a, it's an element that is super important today because I'm thinking about marketing and sales alone, right? There's 7,000 companies in this space. And so for us at Drift to think that we're going to compete because we're going to get, you know, more people to fill out forms than another company or because our logo is better or because the colors on our website are, are cooler, like, that's just not going to happen. There's too much noise out there. And so the only way that I think we can win is, is, is by being real and authentic. And so maybe you're shy and you're introverted. Don't, you don't have to do like the selfie LinkedIn videos that I'm doing, but maybe you have a podcast or maybe you have a blog or, or a newsletter that you get personal in. So it doesn't always have to be like authenticity doesn't mean be Gary Vee. It means be authentic to who you are and to what your brand is. I agree with that. Dave Gerhart, VP of Marketing at Drift.com. Dave, you've been at HubSpot. You've been at Constant Contact. I mean, you've you've seen quite a bit in the last few years in the evolution of marketing. What are some things that you think have changed uh, the most for the better for marketing over the last uh, three or four years in particular that, that you're taking advantage of at Drift or that you see having a bigger impact for marketers and sales teams moving forward? Um, I think, you know, for me, there's just so, there's so many channels that you can be creative as a marketer, right? There's not just like, it's not like you just have your website and you just have email. You have Instagram, you have Snapchat, you have video, you have YouTube, you have your website, you have social, you have email, you have have every channel under the sun. 
direct mail, whatever you want. And so, like, I think that there's a new era of, like, being creative in, in marketing again where for a couple years, like, the, you know, probably the, the better half of the last decade, like, we shifted too much into robot marketing mode, which is, like, everything's got to be a spreadsheet. Everything's got to be a funnel. Whereas now, like, the funnel has kind of gone away because there's so many different channels out there and people can find out information. You can't force people through this linear funnel. So I think the things for the better are, are more channel. But honestly, for me, the thing that I've been paying attention to the most is just is people. Like, the, the thing that I've seen, like, you know, through Constant Contact, through HubSpot, through, through Drift, the technology has changed, but people haven't. And you're still trying to, like, win the hearts and the minds of the people that you're trying to sell to. And so... I spend more time going back and like reading old school copywriting books and, and psychology books and really trying to understand people and just observing how people act and, and behave online than I do trying to keep up with marketing technology because you're always going to be able to figure out marketing technology. You know, Companies have to publish guides and videos and research, but if you can really understand people, then the rest of the marketing, you know, the, the rest of the marketing stuff, whether that's technology, tools and technology, like, that's going to be easier to you if you can really understand how to get to people. Running out of time here with uh, Dave Gerhardt, as we always do at the top of the hour here on Sales Pipeline Radio. Last question for you, uh, Dave, before we let you go. You, you referenced a number of books that uh, that you've read that have influenced you, and I'm curious, you know, in your career thus far, who, who are some of the people that stand out? Either authors, speakers, mentors. They can be people dead or alive. Who are the people that have most inspired you that you would encourage other people uh, in in marketing to go and check out? Yeah. So, I mean, this one, it's going to sound cliche, but it, to me, it's Steve Jobs. And uh, I think a lot of people say that because everybody's using Apple devices, but I don't think a lot of people have actually gone back and studied what he's done. And so for me, like I'm always, I always go, go, go and watch, if you're listening to this, go and watch the 2007 Steve Jobs iPhone keynote. And that is the only thing you need to know about how to speak on stage and how to, don't, you, you'll never worry about creating fancy slides again if you just watch that. I go back and study Apple and those ads. I'm obsessed with Nike uh, and Phil Knight and his marketing strategy. They have some amazing copywriting and, and storytelling that they've done from when like Tiger Woods first came on the scene and you know um, well, his whole like welcome world, uh, hello world campaign. There's so much stuff that I I want to dig into from there. But on, on top of that, I'm, I'm mostly obsessed with people that are are, are dead now, which is like you know David Ogilvy. Uh, Eugene Schwartz, some of the best copywriters of, of all time. That's where I spend most of my time studying. Well, we are out of time as usual at the top of the hour here. Thanks so much for our guest, uh, Dave Gerhardt, the VP of Marketing at Drift.com. Check out hypergrowth.drift.com if you want to just you know, check out an amazing conference in September this year, East Coast or West Coast. We'll be back next week live again, 1130 Pacific, 230 Eastern, for another episode of Sales Pipeline Radio. For my great producer, Paul, my name is Matt Hines. Thanks for joining us again on Sales Pipeline Radio. Sales Pipeline Radio brought to you by the good folks at Mannheim Marketing, an ever-growing funnel radio network for listeners like you.